India's speculative fiction is haunted by the undead. Mumbai, for example, is overrun by zombies in Jugal Modi Stoke and in Fort Brothers, The Dead 2, India. Goa is in the throes of a zombie apocalypse in Rajan DK's Goga Goan. And Udagamandalam, Tamil Nadu, is plagued by the undead in Rajan's Miruthan. Zombies are the metaphorical reimaginings of a society's others, since a semiotic fecundity enables them to bear a variety of cultural concerns across contexts, as per Saraji Lauro. Which variation of the zombie do we have today? There are monsters under the bed. There are monsters in outer space. And there are monsters at the gate. Welcome to the Neo Monsters podcast on zombies in India. The Neo Monsters Within, the Others in India's Science Fiction, is a project at the University of Oslo, Norway. The Neo Monsters project delves into how India's popular narratives negotiate epistemes of monstrousness and manifest contesting ideologies with the nation's popular imagination. In this episode, Sami Ahmad Khan speaks to Jugal Modi, an author from India. Let me quickly introduce our guest today. Jugal Modi is an independent web design and narrative consultant. His works are known for their satirical edge and humor. So Jugal, can you tell us about your mantra of storytelling? For me, storytelling is all about entertaining people. That's always the prime focus in most of my work uh, that I do. So how did this monster novel come about and what drove you towards the monstrous? I just wanted to write a comedy. For me, it was about writing a, a, a legit pop culture comedy. Uh, in, in that was my pursuit when I was writing it. So, and having always been a fan of stoner movies, so it was more like a stoner movie-inspired narrative than a zombie movie-inspired narrative in that way, or a zombie novel-inspired uh, in that way. I can see what you're getting at. Can you tell us more about what or who is a monster for you, and how does your plot engage with these monstrosities? It, it became a little bit of a thing uh, as to... What are these guys afraid of? What is what are my characters afraid of be becoming or happening in their lives, right? Uh, and it's that for me, monsters are basically your fears, your insecurities, and other de- and other similar demons. You know, uh, that's what drives a monster for me. It's about finding that, and for them, obviously, the since you know, Danny and Aman are just like these two idiots who are just like sitting around getting stoned and uh, you have the on the other end you have uh, Nikhil and Alok Nikhil. who are just like uh, yeah. and, and and his colleague right the other one and they're just sitting and uh, yeah. burning they're trying to fit in into a, a job uh, somewhere so uh, with, with all of them out there playing their fields uh, what would be their biggest fears be at that age you know when you're, when you're that young and you've just like gotten out of uh, college and you're, you're, you, you don't know what you're doing half the time. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, so that it was it was that finding out that that fear for them was what brought the monster 
uh, in that way. And, and monster, as, per, as I said, mon- the definition of monster for me would just be, what are you afraid of? What are you ashamed of? What are your insecurities? Like, you know, shame, fear, anger, all these emotions that, that, that are incited or come, hate, any of these, you know, strong negative emotions that like, or rather unpleasant emotions is the better word. If we were to go a little technical, uh, so what, what what are these emotions and what drives these? And I think that that's what comes. That's where monsters come from, more than any other place. This leads me to another question: Why did you write about zombies in specific? The entire thing was around these kids not wanting to feel that they are losing their free will in any way. And zombies are the epitome of not have, really having free will per se. Like the way, different variations of zombies that you've read uh, or, or seen somewhere, there's one, you you lose the conscious, your consciousness only is gone, right? And you're just like a brain-seeking monster uh, uh, in, in, in that way. So you've lost your consciousness. Other versions are where zombies are controlled by a larger space, larger thing. And even there, you don't have any kind of a free will. So it's the, it's basically connecting like undead versus living. So in there, connecting living would be somebody with a consciousness and undead would, some, would be somebody who doesn't have that same consciousness. Uh, obviously, zombies were cool. Like it was, there was a time when there was like a series of uh, zombie things happening and they seemed really exciting. They, people were experimenting with the idea of zombies a lot. Starting from around 2005, I think onwards, the earlier versions of zombies were just these terrifying things mm. and then they started doing a lot more with the zombie things like mm. uh, Shaun of the Dead if you see if you remember mm. the, the, it ends with Shaun befriending the zombie dealing with your negative emotions is all about befriending the demons inside your head right so that they don't cause further havoc outside can you tell us about zombie narratives from across the world that you like I'll talk about the few representations of zombies that I've liked over a period of time. Some of the Shaun of the Dead was one of them. Zombie Land was another. So th- there's this particular anime called Helsing. So it da- it has its own take on zombies as where you are being controlled by uh, a-, a master who's a vampire in some way. Talking of which, how likely is a zombie apocalypse? Any tips for surviving the zombie apocalypse? The the actual zombies that we see, these brain-loving, uh, brain-hungry monsters walking around, yeah, that that's that that's not really happening <laughs> anytime soon. There are much more violent realities that already exist uh, without the need of this thing. Taking a cue from that juggle, zombies are often seen as manifestations and thus even critiques of consumerist and conformist behaviors and ideologies. Where do you think these ideologies and patterns of behavior emanate from? Most of it comes from inside us in that way. Our fears, our insecurities. So uh, if we are able to, from talk, it would be that Anil George would represent the, the, the thing that Nikhil refuses to become, right? If, he, if him and Anil George had found a middle ground and could have sat and had ice cream together, <laughs> then maybe the rest of the novel would not have happened. <laughs> This leads me to another very important question. What makes a zombie a zombie for you? Are these zombies truly monstrous? I feel like becoming a monster requires free will to a certain extent. And zombies, that's the, that's the whole thing about zombies, right? That there, the, the idea of free will doesn't exist. 
I wouldn't cat- categorize them as monsters. They are definitely something to fear, but calling okay. them monsters would be so. Th- the reason why I wouldn't call them monsters would be I have this another line which stays in my which comes in my head every now and then is like you know one man's monster is another man's god. So a lot of zombie narratives are propelled by a cause cure dialectic. The cause is what turns the living into the undead, and the cure is what can revert them to an earlier living state. What what causes the zombies in Tok would be brain implants, right? And what cures them is pot. So <laughs> it's the ultimate stoner fantasy, right? Like somebody's hijacked my brain and I need to get high. <laughs> I think they were there is from the secret lab where they are all being built uh, or, or or rather grown uh yeah so they're just coming from the demons essentially right talking of demons what do you think is the future of the undead in indian speculative fiction especially when the mythic and the fantastic imaginaries contour india's cultural production i think there is stuff happening from from what i know every year there is at least one zombie project being announced but it it's going to stay in the fringe uh i don't think i i i don't see zombies taking on a mainstream this thing two reasons firstly i i think the idea of mainstream has dissolved at this point mm-hmm. uh which is that there is just so much content being released every week these days uh from from across platforms right so they they it might find a channel there uh where the idea of zombies will take off uh somewhere or the other in one of these or the other i think other larger part of it is uh that it's it's not in, inherently our mythology right like by our i mean like the subcontinental stories uh if i'm not wrong in the popular subcontinental stories we don't have zombies so oh, by the way the maggot thing actually comes from an actual scientific research paper so that is how they uh, controlled fire ants if i am not mistaken in in the south of america uh, there is this whole species of uh, fire ants which destroy crops in many ways so what they ended up doing was they ended up zombifying these fire ants and uh, it, by zombifying it means that they they would infect them in some way and their brains would die but the bodies would keep moving and and going around doing things so they were just known as zombie ants for a while when this so this was just like some research paper thank you jugal modi that was a wonderful conversation a pleasure to have you with us this podcast is part of the neo monsters project to learn more about the project log on to www.neomonsters.cofutures.org In the next podcast, Sami will explore even more monsters from India. Monsters of the world, unite.